0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Phoenix Club. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Phoenix Pod.
1: The Phoenix Pod. Yeah, I didn't really...
2: (laughs) It was a good effort, sir.
1: It was a good effort. <laughs> I thought... Well, I made mention in the last episode that I was sort of looking to keep the Phoenix pod opener for Phoenix Knights episodes.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's fair.
1: Given, that. given the subject matter that the episode is centred around, I mean, I don't know. Do you want me to, do you want me to go again, Coxie? <laughs> well, that. That, the way I, um,
2: the way I thought of it when, when you described it on the... Because I've never seen these episodes before. And I said, basically, this was a Phoenix Knights pilot. So crack on, I say.
1: Okay. It's the Neptune Club. Turn right into paradise. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Love it. Seal of approval, sir. Seal of approval.
1: I do my best.
0: Yes, so we are back once again with another episode of That Peter K. Thing, but this time we're looking at episode one, which is In The Club.
2: Hey, it's like, it's like the prequel to Phoenix, well, well it wouldn't be the prequel, because it was actually, this came out before Phoenix Nights, so it's like, well for me it would be like a prequel, <laughs> <It's the> first <laughs> time I've seen it, but yeah, it's um, the story of Peter of, uh, Brian Potter and what he did before Phoenix Nights, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the story of the Neptune Club.
0: (laughs) So, of course, the voice you can hear, he is a man who is half Half a man. man. Got there. I think we got it right. We didn't. No, he's out of sync. He did (laughs) it (laughs) after (laughs) me. He's a man who is stupid and allegedly sexy. And he's called Flinders. And he's wearing nothing at all. He's wearing nothing at all. (laughs) Nothing at all.
2: It feels like i wear enough at all. I wear, I'm currently, in this moment in time, wearing the Blackpool Football Club away kit, which they say order a size larger. I didn't. I got a large and it's, it's rather tight. <laughs> um, thing is, though, when they, they look all right on football players, these skin-tight shirts. But when you're slightly portly like I am, it, it, let's just say it accentuates your assets. <laughs> Mm. You know, it, it's 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 it, it's it's quite clingy, but it's good in the summer because it's got like air holes in it. It's fucking great; it keeps me cool. Mm. But I look like the bit slim, man, so. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: yeah. Oh dear! That's all I can think of now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the other voice you can hear—he's apparently the stowaway. Yeah, is, is, a a stowa-way. is that a thing?
2: It is a thing, because. Do you to like hear the backstory on this,
0: sir. I, I probably did, I just can't remember it, because I listened to your latest episode of R.A.D. the other day, and I'm like, the, the stowaway?
2: Well, to, be, like... To, be, to be brutally honest with you, we, we and you were absolutely wanked well when he became the stowaway, so you <laughs>
0: might not remember this. That, that explains it, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: because it happened on, on my wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> because he turned up, because I, think, I believe Alan told him to turn up to the wedding. Now, I had to cut numbers down because we only had a certain amount, and some people, unfortunately, because I had that much family coming in, certain people had to had, had to leave off the list. And like Lewis was like first name on the reserves mm. sort of list, and luckily for him, he would have been needed, but he didn't know that at the time. No, I didn't. and neither did anyone else, including Mister Morrison. And he told him to turn <laughs> up. Now, if he had turned up and everyone else has turned up who's supposed to have done. Mm. We would have been one man over, and we like, right, what do we do here? <laughs> so I could, I, I could imagine us all oh, like sort of like having the ceremony, this going ahead, and Lewis is sat in the bar getting pissed.
1: Yeah, it would have ideal.
2: But yeah, he turned up, and he was like, well, I, felt, I, I remember saying to myself, like, well, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, You're not supposed to hear this until the same He was like, oh, right, okay. So yeah, I'm but thinking.
1: I'm thinking so, of renaming myself the dyslexic stowaway because you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, he turned up when he wasn't supposed to be. Well, S- kind of, we kind of snuck him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, he became he became a lady for the for the first half of the day. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he was a lady. I am a
1: lady. <laughs> I mean, I had, to, I, had to, I had
0: to I had to tuck like bits and pieces in, but you know,
1: <laughs> I had to
0: so yeah, that answers the question. Here's the course of Stairway. It's Lewis Ogden. Hello there. How's Val doing? We're we doing
2: fine.
0: we hey, in sync.
2: Yeah. Got <laughs> it down to a T now. We've done it long enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so of course that Peter K thing covers various different people in Bolton, mostly played by Peter K. Uh, episode. Well, the pilot episode we were looking at the service station. And for episode one, we're looking at the Neptune Club run by Brian Potter.
2: Yeah, um, very, very similar get-up to the um, Phoenix Club, in a way, especially outside of it, anyway.
1: I'm pretty certain it's exactly the same building. Oh,
2: pretty sure, myself. <laughs> pretty sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think it, I think it is, like... Because, yeah. you know, he filmed there, like, what, a year or so later? Yeah. You know, six, six months later or something, like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: uh, the, like I say the first scene we get, obviously after the black screen where it says, you know, the Peter K thing, and it's like the club, we see a um, a Volvo car turn up. Yeah, the a, blue, a blue Volvo. A blue Volvo, a blue Volvo that gets um, slightly modified in Phoenix Nights, but at this moment in time, it's in its own unmodified state.
1: Yeah, all that was missing was it was when it was uh, driving into the parking lot. Was it for, to be blaring? Get back, you bastards! I'll break your legs. <laughs> yeah. But-
0: well, instead we get Vienna by Ultravox yeah which I had to go back and watch about three times because I, I thought it was a part where like even though Max had the window up I thought there was like a bit where they dubbed over like Max is singing it but I don't know if that's just how the song is Like
2: it's like how the song is but it would be you'd imagine that's how if Peter <laughs> K was singing it that was how it would sound mm-hmm. Um, it is the actual song I believe and it's banging banging <laughs>
0: it's a banging <laughs> song turn it down son it's banging <laughs> cheers <laughs> oh cheers
2: <geez. laughs> oh god
0: so yes they pull up near the front door as you see the sign above saying neptune
2: yeah so it's, it's like oh oh this is not phoenix
0: <laughs> well, we see max and paddy step out and they they walk in as we hear the voice over a woman along with Peter Caseworth in the background, discussing feminine hygiene products over the committee consisting of Brian, Les, Kenny Senior, and others. Yeah. She asked her any questions, and Les simply asked off, the to- off topic, yeah, where have you parked your van?
2: No, see, I was re- I was thinking about this as he was saying it. Obviously, you have the title screen after this point. And as the title screen's going, I'm thinking throughout this whole title screen, it's like, is that f- is- how is that related to tampon bins? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to piece it in my head. It's like <laughs> the ladies' van, tampon bin. <laughs> tampon <coughs> bin, ladies', they, the parked up it's, van.
0: It's one of them you leave it, you will be like either a shower fort, so like you'll be like a shower epiphany, or you'll be lying in bed about 3 a.m., just about to go to sleep, and you go, I've got it!
2: Yeah.
0: And then <laughs> just go, like, oh, it's not that funny actually, and go back to sleep.
2: <laughs> That's exactly how it'll be. <laughs> It'd just be sat there in the back of your brain, just eating away. And <laughs> next thing you know, you're like, oh, fucking not even that good. <laughs> I don't know why
1: but that's giving me flashbacks to like a Royal Family episode where Dave leaves his um, van outside the chemist, goes uh, goes back home to the flat, forgets he leaves it out there, wakes up the next morning, sees his van miss- van's missing, and calls the police. And then they
0: find it ten minutes later, and they nearly do him for police time, for wasting police time. <laughs> Maybe that maybe that's where it came from because it's, it's like an early episode of Royal Family because um, the guy who plays Dave Royal Family what's it called is it uh, Cash Dave Cash is it Craig I think it's Craig, Craig Cash Craig Cash yeah yeah um, he's on the the commentary for the for this episode strangely there's MP Pe- there's MP and Paddy McGinnis doing that the, the commentary ah all
2: right okay see this is why uh, you need the actual copies of this
0: a bit weird. <laughs> yes, Paul. <laughs>
2: yes, we need. You need to go to Music Map and get them.
0: <laughs> so uh, we get, uh, we have a, a voice over by uh, Andrew Sachs discussing dwindling numbers. Younger generations look for enter- different entertainment elsewhere. Uh, as we see Brian Brian overseeing the committee meeting with hand mike debating entertainment for the children's Christmas party. What about Nobby Olcock? <laughs> no way. <laughs>
2: Oh, God, talking about balloons.
0: <laughs> well, hear me out. I know he's blue, but he does smashing sideline punching Judy for kids.
2: <laughs> You'll see why that is funny much later on.
0: <laughs> well, as he follows up with, we're not having him back after the last Easter. He's filthy and he's fucking foul mouthed. And then Brian's <laughs> like, hey, curb the language, please. You've got a picture of wife and wallet. <laughs> and that's got to do with anything. <laughs>
2: But then they bring up another
0: like act, don't they? Uh, yeah, it's the... Well, it's... it's the, the, it jumps to Brian in the office, and it's like, Brian has worked hard to turn the club around. despite opposition from the members. And he's like, well, there were 70k in debt when I jumped on. Goes like full fucking Gordon Ramsay.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> when the staff shake up, we don't like that. New seating plan. He's like, what do you want a seating plan for? And he's like, come into the 90s, I said. <laughs> 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 and... Uh, so. <laughs> He jumps on that and then they go back into the meeting. And he's like, We've got the. Den Perry recommending him, the windy dick. Den Perry. <laughs> oh.
2: This is obviously <laughs> without the. Sowing,
0: grudge. sowing seeds.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't like there's a grudge or anything at this point. So it's sort of like. Yeah. It just
0: true. seems
2: that way. Just seems that way.
0: <laughs> but it's. Uh, but it's. um, It's when he's got the. He's got like the papers and he's like, I photostat his bio. <laughs> And then he's like reading out, he's been filling all these shows, but then he goes for over a, a decade now <laughs> from from gay parry self taught acrobatics and volume sculpture. <laughs> and then he says, like, misses the other half off. He's like, I didn't get much more. Marion unplugged the facts so she could Uber. <laughs> 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 but um, Brian's like, Oh, we should have sorted this in October. And Kenny Senior's Kendi Senior going four races, like, Oh, I reckon the frog's the winner. Kids likes balloons. Plus, if he's new, it'll be cheap. Yeah. <laughs> We're
2: about the exchange rate.
0: Brian, yeah, Brian says like, oh, I'll get I'll get Marion to check the current exchange rates, and he's like, uh, right, all in favour of windy dick. <laughs> right, <laughs> windy dick, it is. Meeting closed. Yeah. Just to um, just to cut
1: across, guys, um, I think I've got an explanation to why Craig Cash is part of the. Um, Part of the
2: audio, yeah. part
1: of the commentary team. Um, apparently, he's an uncredited script editor for that Peter K thing. All
2: right, all oh, right. Oh,
1: interesting. Mm. More you know. Yeah, so that's that's probably the explanation why he's uh, he's part of the commentary.
0: Hmm. Interesting. That's never mentioned, though. To be fair, no. Like listening to it, they don't say like why like, they don't sort of say oh yeah this is this is Craig Cash like why are you here sort of thing. It's like it's like Peter's just like yeah that's right uh, yeah that's starting is me and Paddy pulling in. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if we cut back to Brian who's in his office, Tuesday that's dead 50-50 dancing, and the, the cameraman's, what's 50 fifty fifty dancing? I don't know. <laughs> I'll
2: dance. tell you, dancers.
0: <laughs> dancers are not drinkers oh. <laughs> dancers are not drinkers <laughs> but then uh, oh no they haven't closed the meeting yet because yeah they're back at the meeting and it's uh, Brian's like "Kelly, can you get the uh, the Christmas deck like, oh, that would be appreciated <laughs> and Kenny Senior's like I thought we were getting new ones <laughs> but then Brian mentioned something about his lad Wayne and the wall but I can't exactly make out
2: no I, I no I miss that bit. Yeah. Is, I, mean, I don't know if it was a copy I was watching or if it's just the way he says
0: it. It's it's literally just the way he says it because I watched the DVD version and he just mm-hmm. says it that quick. It's like it's, but it's really like almost like heavy accent as well, so you can barely understand the understand what he says. All well, the court was, yeah, you know, well, wait, in the wall I was like what? You'd
2: have mm-hmm. thought we'd have half a chance being <laughs> in the same region, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, certain then Brian's back in his office discussing Star, star uh What is it? The, um, thingy Night? Star Night? Talent Trek. So, Talent Trek. Talent Trek, even. I've got I put Star Night for some daff reason. Yeah, Talent Trek, na- Talent Trek 99. <laughs> um, oh, no, he's discussing Star Night. He's like, yeah, we've packed it. We've packed with 80% women. He's like, if you're single. Oh, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're in. You're in, yeah. Single
2: making, if you Making 20, 2000s, uh,
0: 2600 2700 on the bar. He's like, that's how I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then uh, we have another voiceover for, uh, as they ho- find out the host of the, the final talent track, and it's like, compare Jerry Dignan, a.k.a. Jerry Sinclair. <laughs> hey.
2: yeah, right. he is. We find so, out he's a talent track winner from
0: 1992. <laughs> completely boiler suit and yeah. his uh, Adidas bag. <laughs> Filth, <laughs> filthy fucking boiler suit. <laughs> yeah,
1: true. Give that a wipe down, won't
0: you? Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah. Michelle Coffey, half of coffee and cream is shown, and she's found that cream won't be performing.
1: Ah, uh, Michelle Coffey.
0: As Jerry's in shot, she's a bit, she's a bit upset. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it right, I'll sort her out.
1: It he goes to comfort her. You alright, love? She goes, Piss off! Piss off! off.
0: <laughs> but, We uh, <laughs> <laughs> We cut backstage of Park Avenue as we see a woman ironing and uh, the guy complaining he's going to stink on stage. Um, we come to find out they are called Chevel Cheval, Mark, well, Mark Park and Cheval Avenue, and together they are Park, Park Avenue! <laughs> uh, Mark Park is the course played by Peter K, complete with fake massive nose. Yeah,
2: I know his
1: yeah. a uh, He's like the freaking penguin. <laughs> I added my notes that he'd gone all um, Matt Damon in Ocean's Thirteen with the nose job that he or uh, well, the fake notes that he had on.
0: <laughs> or oh, Matt Damon. Hey, Damon. I was thinking more Triple H, but okay.
2: Oh God, yes, actually. <laughs> now you put it that way.
0: Look at each He
2: could he could have passed as a late nineties Triple H with a bicycle pump shoved up his backside, couldn't he? True.
0: Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, what was it? Uh, yeah, Brian, Brian's. Uh, we hear a voiceover saying, as, as the, co- the, the club is hosting Talent show tonight, Brian Potter has decided to bring in a couple of local doormen, as Max and Paddy are shown. <laughs> yes!
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes! My two favourite characters on the whole show.
0: <laughs> That's
1: what we normally do. No, oh, no, no. It's usually rough, rough clubs.
0: Rough clubs. Oh, I.
1: Well,
0: it's, uh, they started tonight. This tonight it's a piece of piss, this place. We're <laughs> on the air tonight because you're here. <laughs> yeah Yeah <laughs> We're, we're normally like, at the rough clubs like, Oh yeah, po- proper rough, proper rough places <laughs> So um, we, uh, We're back in the club As Les Arnos' drum kit is shown As it's revealed they're performing the backing music tonight For Talent Trek yeah. <laughs> now, Was it just me or was this different actor Playing Alan Apparently it was a different actor But the, the, the Replacement Alan does appear later on, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think so. It, it comes in with his wife Debbie, doesn't he? Yes.
0: Okay,
1: and he's also called Alan. So maybe I just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, didn't
2: notice that. You know.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. There are a few tweaks. We don't have. We don't even have like a young Kenny. At this point, so
0: yeah. nope. well, he does say in the commentary. uh Peter Kay mentions is like because he, he mentioned like he based Brian Potter off like a real person. Mm. He's like he's like well he's like the, the Brian Potter the real Brian Potter is like, I'm not going to give you his real name but he's like he can walk and um, he looks nothing like him but I stole the voice off him <laughs> <laughs> and he said he's like oh I was in a, a post office about a couple of weeks ago and he said he, he said he, he walked in. <laughs> the real Brian Potter walks in. He said, I'm just stood there sorting somewhere. He said, you literally just walks up the counter and goes, Can I have two first-class stamps, love? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you'd be in stitches, wouldn't you? You'd be punching the floor laughing, honestly.
0: Oh, you would be dude. on your knees
2: punching the floor.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, as uh, Les, Les, Les tells us the uh, meaning behind the name, so Les, Alan... Us? Les Arnos? It's, it's not real Spanish. It's us. They think it's Spanish, but yeah, it's, it's us. <laughs> uh, Les continues trying to talk about the band as he breaks out in a cough. He grabs a fag as Alan searches for a lighter. Goes, excuse me a minute. They us puppies. As he looks down, referring to Alan, Alan's brown shoes.
1: Why are you wearing the brown shoes? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, is his black ones getting lifted or something?
0: He me said, oh, all, the the "All the, he said, all oh, been healed. Healed that. Oh, he's like, first of all, any backing band it's all black now. Get him off. It's of all nights. Which when he's like, I'm sat behind the organ, no one will see me. And he's like, I'll see him. <laughs> oh. well, what's that matter? You're playing drums. <laughs> <laughs> the the, you the you receipt pot wheeling past. No which I might be doing right now. Well, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really about listeners at home, don't worry.
2: I don't stand up.
0: <laughs> so, of course, uh, Potter's wheeling past Nova here. you wearing brown shoes, Alan? No. You know the rules, get them off.
2: Say <laughs> so nothing gets past Ironside.
0: Told heard- you you get, <laughs> get pissed all past Ironside. That's the one. <laughs> I heard that, Les.
1: <laughs>
0: so then uh, <laughs> We're back outside with Max and Paddy uh, the traditional... They're demonstrating a headlock Paddy's demonstrating a headlock on Max
2: Yeah and, uh,
0: <laughs> The Seven Eleven. Yeah, Max demonstrates what they call the Seven Eleven. So he gets Paddy in a chokehold He's like, after seven seconds She'll be unconscious After 11 seconds, you'll be brain dead when (laughs) you (laughs) look.
1: While all this is going on, there's just sort of like OAPs just like walking through the door.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Background. Yeah, there's women women entering behind them, and then Max says, We don't use that much. Not here anyway. Not with pensioners. Not Not tonight.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then Paddy shows uh, the caravan a wrist lock sort of thing, doesn't he?
0: Right, right before
1: he does the wrist lock, he just sort of like Max. Max had Paddy in the Seven Eleven like choke, and he literally just sort of like falls down as if he's like passing out, and that. And he's like, "Oh, you're
0: yeah. you're all right." <laughs> well, it's um. Pad- Paddy mentions him like, "Oh, I'll show him the snake." Yeah, that's like, it. Come, come here, give us your hand, cut. <laughs> and he just twists his hand, and the cameraman goes over. You he just hear Max. I didn't notice it on the first viewing. He goes, "Shit, you're all right." Shit, shit, are you all right? Yeah. Do we see that the pot, the pot of the the, uh, top of of Potter's head as he's wheeling behind the bar with an empty glass? Yeah. Goes to pour himself a whiskey. Doesn't right? Doesn't quite get it, and just pours himself a double and next it
1: should should make mention that it's a normal spirit glass, not the uh, ah. yes, it's not the uh, the that we used to.
2: Not the vase, (laughs) no, because the vase gets um. Introduced in episode one, doesn't it, of Phoenix Nights? Because he tries it again, he mm. Phoenix Nights with a normal shot, like a normal spirit glass, and he can't reach. So yeah. he goes to the vase. That's why the va- that's how the vase gets introduced.
0: <laughs> Kim <King> Rafferty. <laughs> so um, Les has to hold up re- rehearsals, and Alan goes and changes his shoes. That's, uh, we get like a solo interview. with "All right, the lad. He's still a bit wet behind the ears. What can you say?" <laughs> <laughs> but then as we find out He's a good musician but he's not touching his dad Frank He was proper wizard on the keyboard Can make any sound he wanted Planes, helicopters, the lot <laughs> And then so, so what happened to him? <laughs> oh, got, got, got the old TV bug Tuberculosis No tribute band silly bastard <laughs> and, and then we
2: find that... out Which what which the tribute band is
1: It's and the, the man from right said frank
2: yeah <laughs> you can travel by sailboat <laughs> yeah he's him that's that's alan's dad but here's the thing how in the on the on phoenix how did you not recognize him
0: well ah not- <laughs> i was gonna mention this yeah because it seems like it's something they have forgotten about or they have going oh well that was the other alan Mm. Like, yeah, maybe be. that's how they've they thrown it in, but it's yeah. You didn't want that, right? Said Frank. See his yeah. head completely bald. Everything. <laughs> so follows up with ain't right, is it? Three middle-aged men running around singing deeply deeply at their age. <laughs> <laughs> but then for some reason he's got a screwdriver in his hand. He's like, you heard this? Pew! Pew! Yeah. <laughs> Thirty quid on can car boot sale. That it's <laughs> not a noise I can make. I can't make on this setup now.
2: Wouldn't have got that on fucking Windyke Farm. It would have been broken. Nah. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: So, um, then we see uh, we've got a, almost like sort of hidden view of Brian on the phone in his office.
2: Yeah, it's sort of like a like a voyeurish type of view.
0: Mm. I was trying to think of the word for it while I was writing my notes for this, but I couldn't think of it. Mm. And um, as we hear, six quid head? It's kid's Christmas party, man. <laughs> we never You've had to we never had that with Bird Eye and we had quiche. Yeah. <laughs> but then, he's like, he starts mentioning pasties. He's like, well, I've got 63. It might be 64 that his daughter snaps out the coma. he goes quiet. Then we say, yes, it's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So then, uh <laughs> As a, a quite a, a, almost like a subtle joke in here, is how, how much? For pasties? They've trebled in price. What's it in venison? Yeah. And he says, I know it's dear. It's bloody extortionate. <laughs> <laughs> but then, do you he just, do damaged?
1: Yeah, yes, for like five, double, five dozen damaged.
0: <laughs> frozen, Frozen, hold. Oh, you do Frozen? Walk him out on the snooker tables over for now, That'll get him going. <laughs> oh, dear. So then we're uh, the backstage of Park Avenue, still getting ready. As uh, Mark is asking, telling Cheryl, what's, what's the motto I've always told you? And she's like, I don't know. Come on, what's the motto? I don't know, Mark. If you can't be the song, then let the song be. And <laughs> Mark sort of solo, like, yes, yeah, so I do push Shemal quite hard. She's a hard worker, though. Go after. She's always been. She's my bridge over troubled water. <laughs> <laughs> Gone all posh
2: trucks. Beat all the posh truck while wearing a, a, a Bolton a Bolton Wanderers shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then he finishes it all with, and she drives the van.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So then they start going on something about so you've got to feel the rhythm and let like, the sexiness come out. He's like, you know how to be sexy. I know you can be sexy. So just do it. And then she, she says something like, you pass me them pants. So he just looks at her and says, you're putting on weight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, So yeah. uh,
0: Back solo with Mark Park. He's like, yeah, we didn't get to the final last year. This is the heats. Did West End tunes. It was her idea. <laughs> And he starts going about different tunes and he's like, so at Miss Saigon, he's like, they wouldn't know who Miss Saigon was, they're just saying pasty and peas. <laughs> <laughs> and we came play we came second to a plate spinner.
2: <laughs> so it's the next biz. I was, I was on our arse, well, who wouldn't be? You know, playing bass in rollerblades. Or roller skates.
0: Oh, I've got that, but uh, yeah. Uh, so Jerry's in the mirror sorting his hair. Oh, you met him upstairs yet, yeah? Doctor Strange, Love? <laughs> Phantom of the Optics. <laughs> it's like is he on about Potter there, or
2: I'd imagine so. It's like yeah, he's probably talking about the, 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 the captain of the ship.
1: I'm pre- I'm pretty sure there's been someone um, during the Phoenix Nights. Um, when we were reviewing Phoenix Nights, I seem to remember one of the staff there referring to Brian as Doctor Strangelove.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: pretty certain. I'll have
0: to look into that. Yeah,
2: yeah. well, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm almost certain that it's going to be, it's going to be him that they're referencing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh, more than likely, yeah. Uh, so we find that Jerry came from a musical background. and He says, "My father played the bugle in Boys Brigade." <laughs> um, my mum's sister played the Apollo, the organ at the Apollo it's a bingo wall now it's still there actually <laughs> <laughs> sowing so them seeds again yeah but it's uh, when I was 16 I fell into bricks
2: oh god you cut me in half you've, you know, you're back right through me
0: <laughs> the, Max and Paddy are outside not taking the job at all seriously couple approach even Alan you are right. <laughs> yeah I ask your mum she's alright well yeah but a radiator's new bleeding <laughs> a radiator's new bleeding <laughs> he says I get a ring in week he's dragged inside by his missus <laughs> and then Paddy waits for him to go I had her the other night Deborah. who Deborah, Alan's wife where you a snooker room over at table So <laughs> <laughs> which to which Max asked. which one <laughs> green one <laughs> 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 so uh we head back inside. We have got Jerry walking past a load of full tables, with uh, the VO saying, "Talent Truck is already a success." As uh, J- jerry's looking quite bedazzled, saying, "Look around you. This is not Caesar's pa- Caesar's Palace. This is my Las Vegas." <laughs> so
1: a reference to um, a reference to the final episode, of series one again. It's one of the things. Are sort of like there's there's like little nods and like little lines that pop up again in Phoenix Nights that I did did appreciate quite a bit. Yeah, it's
2: a bit of continuality, whatever that word is. Continuity. There you go. I
0: can't speak English. <laughs> so uh, the band starts. Jerry Clowns on stage and does a good little intro, as we briefly see Brian tinkering with Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. Jerry bursts into, into so excited as we briefly see some of the, contest, the contestants including a ventriloquist backstage as uh, Jerry introduces the, the, the judge from Chorley FM Mr Paul, Leroy Leroy, here he goes. Leroy. Leroy, not Leroy Leroy standing up, Leroy. Leroy Leroy and just sit, fuck it, sits down
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, we don't see much from this guy really. Just one, one, one throwaway bit, isn't there? Really.
1: we mm.
0: shots here, but um, nothing too much. No. Yeah. So then, uh, Paddy is outside with Maxing. saying, "We have a look at this." As he's lifting his Lovely jacket, <laughs> Max back is back. Max got his back. Oh, put it, put it away, man! Put it away. <laughs> is it weeping? Weeping? It's crying. crying. <laughs> What have you done to him? I've been putting toothpaste on it. It's got fluoride in it. <laughs> Max says, have you tried yoghurt? Oh, fucking hell yes. And Paddy says, the first thing I tried, I've got bits of fruit stuck behind my foreskin for a month. Not for...
2: So, so it meant natural yoghurt, not, not
0: fucking the lies. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. <laughs> Oh, God. So then uh, we end up going <laughs> going through some of the uh, acts on stage, like really brief sort of clips. We see Billy Bedlam. Yeah.
2: It's like a montage, isn't it? It's yeah. exactly what it is.
0: Yeah, pretty Well, yeah, it's, it is a montage, yeah. It's, but it's from what I understand, these are all like legit acts,
2: mm.
0: right. which I'm surprised almost weren't featured in Phoenix Knights. Well,
2: yeah, right, it would have sense. For, so the, I... for
0: the end credit scenes. Yes. Um. I, I was going to try and describe some of these, but it seems difficult because I don't even know how to sc- describe often. It's like Billy Bedlam looks a bit like Oliver Hardy. Yes, yes. I'm not even sure what his act is.
1: Um. No, that it's, it's can't really describe it to be honest with you. It's sort of like um. It's like in you know like these sort of like these shish shishes that you can sort of like smoke.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like the um, extended pole of that, cause it sort of like looks like a extend extension bit that you normally get out of the Hoover, and there's like mm. a there's like a trumpet thing, or you know, sort of like on the end of it. Yeah.
2: He's swirling it round.
1: Yeah. While yeah. It's play, playing at the same time.
2: It's some weird of like version of like a it's like a weird trumpet, like a, if you come try and combine a trumpet with a hose pipe.
0: Mm. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, we, we then next see Terence Mustoo, who is a Venge fellow, quiz singing, I got married to the widow next door. She's been married. Points to the dummy, and we say, Jim! <laughs> <laughs> Simon's before. <laughs> <laughs> then we get Shelley, Shelley Lozano, who is a fire eater. And then lastly, Marie Pe- Pe- Perigo, who is a singer. Yeah, so, it's... It... I yeah. believe from the, from the commentary, Peter was like, I said, yeah, I saw her singing live somewhere then. I said, oh, do you want to be in my show? So and she, she agreed to go on.
2: Yeah, so. she's got a proper pub singer vibe, hasn't she? Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like, if you are watching Shooting Stars, uh, Vic <laughs> Reeves would do um, like a round where you'd have to try and guess what he was singing, but he'd do it in the style of a pub singer. <laughs> And he'd literally be like... Hum-dee, 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 hum-dee. You'd guess, have to guess it from that. <laughs> it's, for somebody, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, Brian, you can hear you can still hear Marie singing as we see Brian in the office still sorting lights as he's discussing Christmas. Oh, God. They've no, no oh. been a fan of Christmas. It'll be... Uh, Four years since the accident.
2: Oh
0: God, yes. The
1: guy off camera is like, uh, said what, what, what happens? Like, and as Brian's like, given this impassioned description of um this this accident that you know cost him loose the use of his legs.
0: i feel I've I've (laughs) got it word for word here to a degree. Yeah,
2: they don't forget they do the dramatic zoom up,
0: right to his face. That's that's what I was going in for. Oh, sorry,
2: man. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) Just sort of like as he's giving this like, you know, dramatic heartfelt description of uh, you know the night he the night he had his accident. There's like this dramatic zoom in. It's <laughs> yeah. just like going on, But whilst he's sort of like giving this impassioned description.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, it'll be four years since the accident. I was managing the Aquarius Club. I had a very ropey first year, trying to keep our heads above water in a water full of sharks. Christmas bash 15 quid a ticket sellouts pipes burst <laughs> water everywhere people running around getting electrocuted <laughs>
1: you was like something about the beside adventure
0: was <laughs> oh, terrified me I had to swim to the safe you know the night's takings that's how I saw it coming towards me fruit machine pin me up against serving hatch then everything went black <laughs> Well, I remember it with this bright, warm, pulsating glow drawing me towards it. <laughs> Marion said it was fruit machine, but i got my own beliefs.
2: <laughs> <coughs>
0: uh, I'm in a coma till New Year. When I woke up, I lost my club, lost my legs, <laughs> lost my will to live. And the guy's like, you all right? And he's like, doesn't be good to talk about it. Is he like a bit massive... I assume it's like a massive glass of whiskey. He just sort of doesn't be good to talk about it. And he takes like a sm- really small sip. But then, as he follows follows up with, I live in hope. (laughs) (laughs) Lives in hope because he can't come back. Oh no, I live in hope. (laughs) It's people like Jim McDonald that keep me going.
2: (laughs) 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 Was it around about this time at Coronation Street that Jim McDonald got sent down?
0: Not too sure, but I remember he had his, he had an accident, didn't he? A few, like years years yes, prior. Yes, that's it. He, he, that's he it. Felt, he, so, so if you're unaware, essentially Jim McDonald was a character on Coronation Street, and he he had an argument with his son on a, a building site, fell off some scaffold, and ended up in a wheelchair. That's um, it. Eventually, after a few years, he actually like I think he left Coronation Street at one point and came back, and it, Marcus, are you walk again? Yep. So. Yeah, so,
2: fuck knows how he did that. <laughs> <laughs> writing
0: well <laughs> <laughs> so we have can still hear Marie singing as coffee is backstage upset with Smith makeup and the cameraman's like you're still going on and I said yeah I have to followed by she's welcome to him the slag this <laughs> side <laughs> <laughs> like, oh tensions
1: I think she's just sort of like um I've worked far too hard to piss this away. <laughs>
2: It's just you can just feel that build up to the punchline, can't you? The big punchline that's coming.
0: Well, as she comes. She comes on stage and sings the opening line, "Don't go breaking my heart," and stands out awkwardly as the music plays. There's no one that sings sing the next line. She starts struggling, and the audience look confused, like "What the fuck are we watching?"
2: And you just hear it go, "Try."
0: <laughs> 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 but um, we're back with Max and Paddy. I've they're discussing something, and all I made out from it was, "Listen, you're me a package." As <laughs> Max says, "Stay, stay away." I once the twelve gates, and they were from Russian mafia up my ass. I was su- supposed to get paid a grand in the end. I got paid news rubles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're uh, talking about the dodgy dealings that they've had, and then like you know, I think Paddy's trying to like say, oh, "I've been offered something massive," sort of did thing. You get but, any- like,
0: is it, is it foresight for season two, maybe, or a pre idea? Probably
2: a bit of an idea going forward, I'd reckon. Mm.
0: Uh, Mich- Michelle Coffey is now seeing all, by myself.
2: <laughs>
0: all <laughs> by
1: myself.
2: I don't want to be all by
0: myself.
2: <laughs> it's just a voice breaks. <laughs>
0: It's horrific, <laughs> well, we, we, but we, hilarious. We see Paul Leroy just uh, sort of watching, looking bored, as he just sort of... <sighs> and then just quickly makes a note. <laughs> uh, Jerry comes on as they cut. To, they go to an interval for the show, and we see Joe, Brian and Joe in the office. I thought that dwarf oh, were good. What dwarf? The one that's on flying me to the moon. <laughs> that were me, were it? <laughs> and bangs his CCTV monitor. <laughs>
2: Oh, God, there's a proper dodgy joke in this as well, if you noticed. <laughs> really dodgy one. If I don't I don't know if I want to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a,
1: it's a disclaimer. You're only really sort of, like, reported on what's been said in the programme.
2: Yeah, OK, fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll say it, but just for the record, this is what they literally said on the programme. I'm not actually saying <laughs> it. But they talk about acts in the past and about being political, political correctness. And um, they talk about... Um,
0: Minstrel shows. Mm. Oh yes. I've got the bit the Black here faces. Cause, well well because they're talking about they go cracky, Tommy Tanner, do you remember him? And yeah. then um uh Brian's like, Oh I gave him this this slogan, never heard from him again, the bastard or something. Mm. <laughs> and then he also up another picture with two two blurred faces, and even Peter's like, Don't know why that why that's blurred. And then, <laughs> they, and then um, Jerry's like, Don't tell me, tidbit twins. <laughs> but then Brian's, they weren't twins, well that's been very popular. <laughs> but follows up with... Well, they used to do comedy, comedy minstrel acts. They used to black up and go on stage. Couldn't do that now. Just string you up. PC got mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: PC got, he said, you couldn't do that now? Was it hanging you from a tree or something? I was like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Jerry's like, yeah, I couldn't do that now. Oh, PC, PC. You know? And <laughs> Brian's just like, yeah, it'd hang you from a tree. <laughs> 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 but, but then... Uh, Brian finds another picture. Hey, up, oh, bend over and film a cracking. <laughs> Jerry Jerry goes, what now? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Brian goes, mm, they hate each other in real life. <laughs> 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 the cameraman's like, have you ever discovered any celebrities? And, uh, oh, yeah. Bob Carroll G's, spit the dog, crankies, Tom O'Connor. <laughs> first time he got 35 quid, did very well. He went to come back and I said 45. I said, so we'll give you 40, but we'll let you win the raffle. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, oh, that's how they used to do it, Dale. I said, yeah, that's how they used to do it. And they said, next stop, name that tune, didn't want to know us. <laughs> but then as oh, we, oh, Huey Green, <laughs> and then Brian says, wouldn't give a door a bang, a, wouldn't give a door a bang at that man. <laughs> but then, <laughs> there's Jerry Times in, with, he had VD, didn't he? I'm like, Yeah, 95 and clap on with her every week. Hey! Bit of tiss. Back from the interval, last up tonight is Park Avenue. As uh, Jerry's introducing them, we found out Mark is a greengrocer I mean, and Cheryl is a systems analyst from Kirkham.
2: Ooh, close to home. Somewhat.
0: <laughs> As they come out, Mark is what in, I'm guessing is some sort of purple velour suit.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what she was writing.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> for some reason, I was watching this, so all I could think of was a line from uh, Zach Branigan from Future Arm was, hmm, feel that valour. <laughs> 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 As they sing, let us entertain you without Les Alamos. Mark is playing a bass which doesn't appear to have any sort of plugins or leads. No.
2: Yeah, it's just twanging it, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing coming out of it. You can hear some bass, though. Yeah.
2: It's not and from
0: cannot... him. <laughs> his, his nose is also especially visible. Mm. Yeah, uh... it's,
2: it's like Concord, Concord flew through his face, essentially.
0: <laughs> so then, Paul Leroy and his wife are shown watching. As, as it, Again, sort of Leroy's looking a bit bored. His wife just leans over. Stop looking at her tits. Yeah. <laughs> As he mutters, oh, "I'm not, I'm not. I can tell. You're looking. Now stop looking at it." <laughs> <laughs> so then they take us back to na- the 1980s with a song from one of Mark's favourite films called Mannequin. Hey, what's ha- what's happened to Cheryl?
2: <laughs> She's just there, like doing all that, like, how, like, the mannequin sort of like posing, sort of like you know, with the hands, one hand down, one hand up, sort of <laughs> leaning over from side to side.
0: So they, they perform Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship then burst into a song at the point at the point, and then they finish this as Brian so, sorting lights asking how can you judge something like this? <laughs> <laughs> but, but what's quite funny here is they which they go straight off and then Jerry comes straight on with like a gold envelope going, we've got the results. Not booping like, this fucking, time. Fucking hell, that was quick. <laughs> so uh, he goes to speak, but he's cut off by Brian on a tamoy. Reminds him from the Christmas party in the 19th. There's not
2: many tickets left, but you can see um, Jerry or the bar staff. The tickets.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll uh, <laughs> well, the... Brian
0: Potter, everyone. Give him a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Which, well, the fact, even like he said, include a big present from the man himself, Santa. Clause. <laughs> 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 Uh, Jerry has the envelope, and as he's been told by the, judge, the judges, the judge panel, it was apparently very difficult. <laughs> Even as he's opening it, he's like, and the winners are... <laughs> the winners are... Brought to you
2: by Charlie
0: <laughs> What's FM. Brought to you by Charlie FM. The winners are Park Avenue. Hey! Which is also the, the same botch that uh, the Cheeky Girls made at the television awards a few years ago.
2: Oh, God. So the winners no. are. And they, brought, they said that,
0: the spon- that the, then said the sponsor. No, it was uh, they were doing. It was like a best presenter or something, or all right, best show. And it was like there was choices. There was options. For, like everyone was single, and they got to Anton Deck. And Dec. as so they, they opened the envelope, and they just went, "And the winners are." And everyone just went, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> it's like we you know they know they're about to announce Anton Deck because they said the winners are no. rather than the oh. the winner is. Mm. so.
2: Ah, I see. It's quite subtle, actually.
0: Yeah. So, was Ham was Ham last play? We are the champions. <laughs> Max and Paddy are stood outside eating takeaway. Have you heard <laughs> that shit in there? Talent night. Ignore it. Ignore talent it. Talent shite, more like. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, shite. So, Max goes. to be talent night, huh? Talent night. <laughs> That's when Paddy's like talent shite.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, in that,
1: I cannot wait to get to
0: Road to Nowhere. I really cannot wait. <laughs> oh, well,
2: I know. Like I said, they're my two favourite characters.
0: Mm. So, to be fair, if anything, I'm waiting for the next next week's episode, and also the third episode, which is, um, the next one's Eyes Down, which is in the bingo hall, and then the third one's The Ice Cream Man, because I like pulling up my favourite that Peter K. thing episodes. Mm.
2: Right. Okay. So there's
0: some cracking stuff in them.
2: See, I've not seen. We've not seen these, so this should be fun.
0: Mm. So um, <laughs> Jerry's doing for the usual. Of, yeah, thank you very much for coming, everyone. It's been great to have you here. So uh, Jerry's in his office. Uh, Brian's in his office. Even sorry, come on. Every bloody week he does this. <laughs> come on, <laughs> hurry up, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it goes to, to do that. that watches the intro um, to his close and song doesn't he yeah, yeah he, he starts singing
2: first and then it's like the, the backing backing night group sort of catch him up or rather, he's too early
1: yeah <laughs> which which you know gives, gives Brian the onus of, of like bloody does this every freaking week
2: that bury a his compere
0: yeah which the line, the line he starts with, which quickly cuts away, is every loser wins.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so as the credits roll, we see Brian being carried downstairs by Les Alonso. Okay. <laughs> he,
1: he makes it... He's literally being carried carried down as as if he's sort of like a woman in sort of like stirrups. Yeah. <laughs> being examined. <laughs> and <laughs> literally he's going to uh, Les Alonso is that... What's three walls? I've just got him stained. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but there's uh, the VO as well, I think, like, uh, he's saying something like, we have talent, we have talent. It's Android night over. Brian leaves the club, but oh, a happy man. Are <laughs> we up? Are we up? Come on, I've got a darts match. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, um, he apparently runs over Leslie's foot and he's you having a laugh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So then we see next week in the club, and it's the Christmas party. Oh, God. San- Santa Potter enters some chairs and booze.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dressed as Santa? <laughs> <laughs> the as, a, as we then cut to Windy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> as we see, what I can only describe as probably about 100 kids all sat there on the floor.
2: All screaming. Watching,
0: all, watching a man. Seemingly dance with what I can only describe as like a long um, sausage balloon on his dick, <laughs>
2: and he's just blowing <laughs> round everywhere.
0: <laughs> but as he's doing a sort of little two-step shuffle thing, isn't he? Sort of thing in yeah. like bloody red, yeah. ca- red bloody um, wellies or cowboy boots or something. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: but there is this. They, they do say in the commentary, like, um, oh, if you want deleted scenes, there's, a, there's a, a version of this where he's got his arse out." <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I, th- oh, I no. think it was. I think it might have been this bit because is this not something similar like the first series of Phoenix night somewhere?
2: Not
1: that, maybe the um the act that does sort of like uh, Nelly the elephant with um the elephant like
0: thing on, you know, yeah. where the props to be. That's the one, because it's, the uh, there was some one of the commentaries I listened to where listen to, right? so it was either that guy or mm. this one, and they're saying about, yeah, he turned over and went to, he, he didn't have that long coat on, like, he's got, like, a trench coat on, hasn't he, when yeah. they did it, and they said, oh, when they did it, when he did have the coat on, he t- he's, he's, they said, oh, yeah, when we filmed it, like, he's covered at the front, so he, he's, they don't actually see anything sort of thing, thank God, mm. but he turned around, he had, like, a phone on. So he turned around. He bent over to pick his coat up, and he just showed his ass to all these kids. <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> apparently, all the parents were there, like because of course the parents had got me be there to supervise the kids because they're under eighteen, and we're filming rights and that. Mm-hmm. Um, they apparently all sort of kicked. They weren't happy and all sort of kicked off. It's like that man's just shown his ass to our kids.
1: <laughs> oh fuck! Jesus.
0: So. <laughs> So, yeah, we see Windy Dick putting on his performance Brian is still sat there, with Santa, sort of, giving the, the, the uh, sort of, typical potter of, like, there is a horse yeah, in my cabaret sweets. Yeah. It he, got- he just, he just looks
2: like he's sort of, like, shocked and horrified at the same time. <laughs> like, stunned horrified, in a way. I can't... He, it's yeah. It's the only way I can describe it, and everyone else is like covering their face. Like, oh, for fuck's sake!
0: Sort of thing. <laughs> as, as we see, the club is not on fire due to Brian's economising and the fairy lights proving to be a disaster.
2: Which was which we forgot to mention before, by the way. There was foreboding of that because when he was messing with the lights in the office, they were sparking at the last time he was doing it. Yeah, but, uh, there was sparks oh, coming that. off. Yeah, there was sparks coming off. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah. I noticed. You
2: just, you just saw he was fiddling it, and all you heard was like your know, electric, electrical spark in the background, and a little flash of light. And you saw Potter just go look up like, oh, okay, also, and then just carried on what he was doing. <laughs> ah. But what also, if you notice as well, at the end of this sequence where you see the fire, the, the fire taking hold. You see Brian Potter get up and stand up <laughs> out of his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> then realize, oh shit, I'm disabled, and sits down. <laughs>
1: All this, all this is just sort of like in going,
2: that's my club, that's
1: my club. That
0: <laughs> well, it's um, because I remember watching this and I'm like, I, it's, I think I saw this after I'd Phoenix Nights, but I knew I knew it made before Phoenix Nights, so it's like, right, so Brian can walk but chooses not to. Mm. Explain,
2: that, then... It explains why he always says, he always says, um. I'll have you know I'm disabled. You know, <laughs> oh, oh, but you've noticed. But it also rings true to, it brings in the um disability investigation halfway through season one. Yeah. So it sort of nicely ties well, that, that up.
0: That's a good point, to be fair, because in like when I was again I'm like sorry, of referring back to the commentary, he does say when it cuts to this bit and everyone's like, Oh, wait for the big reveal. There's like Paddy and Craig and that, and he's going, Oh, He's like, yeah, I, I didn't want Brian to get out of the chair. He's like, I think he should have stayed in the chair. But even because you don't see Brian in his, you don't see Brian wheel over to the, the table at first when they're having the meeting. He's like, oh, this this actually caught quite a bit of flack for seeing him like, all right, meeting over, and then he wheels away. Mm. Apparently, because no one had seen Brian Potter before, yeah. it was like, oh shit, he's disabled. <laughs> like, so. <laughs>
2: But yeah, it, 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 it kind of ties a few loose ends or not loose ends, but it kind of links in with a few storylines that happened in season one,
1: mm.
2: which is nice. Like obviously, like you know, you got the, um, like say, the standing up, and they're like oh, he's he actually disabled, so maybe someone dobbed him in who saw him in the Neptune. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's he possibility.
2: Just, he, he made. He just did a very good act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then again, well, why, why would he piss in a
0: bottle? <laughs> Laziness? Yeah, all right, fair play. Fair and to be, to be fair, it does the, the the disability thing you sort of answered in season two of, the, of Phoenix Knights, to be fair, mm. on one episode. So we'll, we'll cover that when we get to it.
2: Yeah, we'll get there.
0: We'll get there. So, yes, that was uh, episode one of that Peter K thing. Technically, since last week, was the pilot. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a whole thing, but yeah. So keeping track going, that was episode one of that PK thing. Te- technically episode two for us, but you know. Yeah. Um. So boys, what overall? What did you think of in the club?
2: Loved it. It's it was it's like it's like the founding de- foundation for Phoenix Nights. This one episode alone, I think if you're a, if you're a fan of Phoenix Nights and you've watched it to death, like I have. And you haven't seen the Peter Kay thing. I think you owe it to yourself to at least just watch episode one.
1: Yeah. You Mm. owe it
2: to yourself just to get a little bit of context for some of the stuff that happens in Phoenix Nights.
1: Mm.
2: Or to be brutally honest with you, it's more Phoenix Nights. Yeah. It's more Phoenix. It makes an (laughs) extra 24 minutes of Phoenix Nights. What's not to love? It's a Phoenix
1: Nights prequel.
2: Yes, exactly that.
1: and for me it was a very very enjoyable episode and as I say if this is the uh this is the sign of things to come uh with that Peter Kay thing I think we're going to enjoy the series uh, quite a lot
2: absolutely 100% agreed
0: <laughs> well uh to, to be fair it still baffles me how both of you haven't seen this stuff like 21 years later
2: accessibility right. I mean yeah. If you think about it Phoenix Knights was the thing that got Peter K noticed. Yeah. I mean Peter K mm-hmm. the Peter K thing existed it was there it did its thing but it wasn't like the it wasn't it wasn't mainstream successful if that makes sense.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: like I don't know I can't think of a band that had like released an album and it was okay but then they brought a second album out and it exploded. It's that same sort of thing. It's like, that's the reason I think it wasn't massive, there wasn't a big deal made out of it. Like, the Peter K thing was a new project. He so had no previous, really. Yeah. yeah. He got on Channel 4, it <laughs> came out, it had some rel- it had good reviews, it had some feedback, which could have then been used to hype Phoenix Nights. Mm hmm. Which is why then all of a sudden people to like, oh, minute, this, guy, "This guy's supposed to be good. He's done the Peter K thing." By that point, there probably wasn't any replays or any like reruns of that Peter K thing. At that point, Phoenix Knights then comes out, and everyone's like, "Oh well, hang on a- he was good on. I've heard he was good on that. Maybe he's good on this." And you'll get a bigger audience of Phoenix Knights and you're like, "Oh god, it is really good." That hype then explodes, and more people watch it, and that's how I got to watching season two of Phoenix Nights and work from there. Which is probably why I've not watched the Peter Kay thing because it's like, well, Phoenix Nights was the beginning, wasn't it? Does mm. that if that make sense? Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because not many people really, unless you're a die, not a die-hard, but if you're a relatively big fan of Peter Kay, not many people might have thought, well, the Peter Kay thing's a thing. Mm. Yeah. It might. They might yeah. not even know it existed because it wasn't hyped.
1: Yeah. Well, whereas, whereas I think. I think Phoenix Knights sort of got that notoriety just through like repeated viewings on Channel Four.
2: Yes, there is that.
1: Whereas, I don't think I don't think that Peter K thing was as replayed as Phoenix Knights probably was.
2: Mm. Is it, I think the reason being is because the, P, the, the uh, Peter K thing it isn't an ongoing thing, so it's not like something you can follow. Yeah, so you could actually, mm-hmm. in a way, you could put these out on their own. Like you could put like episode one up. Then you can yeah. the next week, you know, you can put episode four up, and this is like you know, or you could even just space them out. And you're like, Oh shit, we've got we've um had to put something else on. We can, oh, yeah, no, Peter K thing any episode, it doesn't matter which one. Mm-hmm. Um, for people, some people need a series of episodes to get invested, yeah, you no, know, and it's an ongoing story or the same whereas, characters and things like that.
1: Whereas these are just sort of like standalone ones,
2: yeah, I think, exactly. I
1: think, oh, there's like a there's sort of like a side plot in this episode that links into the final episode, I think, Foxy. That's, yeah?
0: yeah, that's correct. Yeah.
1: Um, but bar that, I think these are just sort of like all standalone settings, I should say, because I can't really call them <laughs> stuff. really,
0: Yeah. They're all very much standalone. Uh, they do like with this one where this, this, uh, Jerry, Jerry Dignan's like, uh, Oh yeah, me, uh, my auntie played the organ at the Apollo, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's a bingo wall now. It's still there, sort of thing. it's They sort of sow the seeds for future episodes later on. Like, you'll see a bit in... There's, like, a bit in episode three you'll see in, like, it sort of hints at episode five, mm. sort of thing. Like
2: So they sort of loosely tie in, but it's not like...
0: Very loosely, but it's sometimes yeah. it's one them it probably take you a couple of viewings or a couple of like to sort of like oh yeah that that was in that and he use, he does that in this one and so on. Not mm. the same characters, but there's there's hints like that that line. So it's okay. So you do have to be quite eagle eyed. Yeah. But yeah. on like on the first viewing you might miss it, but then you watch you go back and watch it again. You're like oh yeah. Like, yeah. This yeah. is the beauty of
2: three of us watching the same thing because we might pick something up that other people might miss. Yes. Like, for example, the sparking electricity that me and Lewis spotted. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and think there's things that you see that we miss as well. So, it's, you know, it's, it, we, well, you know, in this format, we can kind of hopefully cover as much as we can.
0: Mm. Yeah. So, um, I was going to say, like, for, for me, for Peter, that Peter K thing, I will remember it from like 2004 ish because I think I got the. If I found, I got it from a paper, or I got the DVD. I got, a, my mate lent me a DVD in college, which had, it was one of them you got from the newspaper. And it was like a, a DVD of like a single episode, and it had the Ice Cream Man come off, which is episode three on it. Mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, if you like Peter K you'll like this. So I watched it, and it was like, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah. So I ended up buying it on DVD, And it's like, cause I, I don't ever recall seeing these on TV, so.
2: No, I didn't. They never, as far as I'm aware, they didn't get repeated. Because no. Phoenix Knights was that big. they just thought, fuck it, we'll just put Phoenix Knights on because it's going to draw a bigger bigger audience. Mm. Which is why I think, like I say, this is why I think Pete, the Peter K thing got buried, in a way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Just because of the success of Phoenix Knights, which is why a lot of people like who like Peter K may have not seen this.
0: Yeah. Mm. Such as us two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Well, uh... Next time on that on the Phoenix Pod, yeah. we're going to venture over to the Apollo Bingo Hall in Bolton. Bolton.
2: Yeah, remember, he, <laughs> he says
0: the fingers. So uh, eyes down as we follow a life in a uh, day in the life of the customers and employees, including Patrick O'Neill, uh, his friend Yvonne and Sparky, and uh, the, the arrogant bingo caller call Tom Dale, the owner of Ron Hibbert, and the various pensioners who inhabit the club.
1: Oh, wonderful. Bolton, more like Bolton, Bolton
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> F.Y. Bullshit
0: <laughs> So, um, anything to add, boys? or
2: uh, Just to say that I am looking forward to this next episode because, you know, this is my first experience of the Peter K. Well, talking about that, the Peter K thing um, I'm looking forward to doing the same again
0: Yep, same Beautiful. Well, I think it's time for some plugs and upcoming events.
2: Absolutely. Go on, Lewis. You go first.
0: Um,
1: yeah, the only really thing I have to plug uh ties into Co- one of Coxie's uh projects. Uh the combined forces, like Megropowers combining.
2: Um
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the uh Lost Art of WrestleBox is just basically the um, lockdown reviews that we've been doing during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um about three... Well, it'll be two episodes deep by the time uh, this comes out. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll have the third episode dropping early next week, did you
0: say? Uh, yeah, Monday.
1: Early next... This coming Monday. Um, so oh, if you just follow the Lost Art of Wrestling um facebook page twitter page and also just follow on the relevant podcasting feeds uh you'll have uh, a third episode as well as the two that we've done so far and um yeah just more more shows that we're going to be doing uh, that are in the pipeline
0: absolutely you know uh what's, what's the episode you're covering this time well what's the, the paper the show even not a paper you will covering this time around
1: uh, it's going to be the very first, the first independently run UK show by New Japan Pro Wrestling, so it's uh, New Japan Royal Quest.
2: Mm. Quirky little show.
1: Mm. Oh, a cracking little show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <New
1: Japan. laughs> it's
0: rough, dog rough. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Paul.
2: Yep. You um. You can find me on the UK RAD Live podcast. Uh, we are all the. your old... episode. I'm going to. I'm going to <laughs> where we we have just recently dropped our latest episode. Release the ferrets. Um, you know it's a good two hour listen. Get you know just a bit of you know, just a bit of belly laughing really.
0: Release the good combo. It's a very good episode, because I have listened to it.
2: Yeah, I, I, it was a scream from oh. from start to finish. Let's be honest, including the stuff we had to cut out because it was. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, yeah, you can find it on all the good podcast catchers out there, such as Apple Music, Stitcher, iTunes, the same fucking thing. I've just realised, Spreaker, Spotify, Spotify, yeah. Tip. Get it on Spotify. You can get it on your Xbox as well while you're playing games. There you go. Pro tip, or back PlayStation for that matter. But yeah, you can find us on Twitter at UKRAD Podcast. You can find yeah, find us there on Facebook. That's pretty much it, really. But you can also find my alter ego Steve on Twitter as Steve A O at Steve A O T G T M P, where I play as like I say my I'm, my alter ego Steve the Betrayer, who's basically a complete ass to um, one of our friends here, Bunkle. Uh, But you can find him also on a podcast called the Gunpowder Trees and No Plot podcast, and you can find him on Twitter at Trees (laughs) and No.
0: Cool. Yep. That's it. And, of course, you can find the Phoenix pod. We haven't got a Facebook page or Twitter, but you can find us through Lost Art Podcasting or on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and also Instagram at Lost Art Podcasting. You can find our wrestling uh, podcast, Lost Art Wrestling, on LAW Podcast on Twitter and, of course, Lost Art Wrestling on Facebook. Uh, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, Podchaser. Um, you can even find me on Podchaser. You can follow me. Hey! Leave a review. Oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think that's about it. So. Cool. Yeah, sounds, sounds good to me. <laughs> well, uh, for the Phoenix Pod, I've been AXC.
2: I've been stupid and sexy stupid sexy Flinders
1: and I've been uh, I've been stowing away and I just have to be I have to be really quiet because you know I have to yeah. get, get back down to the docks you know yeah. get get back down to the <laughs> docks
2: stow away stow away stow away <laughs> <laughs> Bloody get me
1: caught you bastard
0: <laughs> I'm shipping up to Southport oh <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to finish now boys we can't do next what did we do last week Lewis Ooh, can't remember
2: I know what we can do seeing as it's the last scene of this episode we can go You know, he doesn't say anything but we can go I'll have you know I'm disabled <laughs> maybe
0: not hell.
2: And he sat up out of his wheelchair
0: and we're off all good po-
1: podcasting sites <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out
0: Cut that out cal,
2: cal, yeah. get, uh, get him off Get, get him off Nothing Nothing offensive Nothing blue No just race Get him off I don't know Get him off get what can we do? What can we... We can't... This is hard. This is the problem of having... You know, different episodes having different what themes is the problem, and different characters yeah. and no it's continuous storyline. What's the problem when we get out of our Phoenix
1: Knights... Um, <laughs> our Phoenix Knights, you know, rot,
0: routine, I should say. I'll tell you what, since we're going to a bingo hall next week, we can, we can finish on... Eyes down for full house. <laughs> yes!
2: Bingo! Okay. Bingo! <laughs>
1: Life gets more magical when you dream. So dream of a Disney cruise filled with magic and wonder. (laughs) Hiya, pal! Sail from Florida to Disney's private island paradise and get ready for a dream come true with Disney Cruise Line.